0: Of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen, Ben. Guys, have you ever had that moment where you want to get to a goal, but it just seems like you're taking on everything and anything? Well, my next guest, Sean, is going to help with just that. So let's take a moment and we'll be right back. <laughs> So guys, like I was telling you, I have Sean Singleton here and Sean is a coach, but he's not your regular life coach. So I'm going to let him explain that a little bit. So Sean, please introduce yourself to my listeners.
1: Yes. Yeah. I'm Sean Singleton. Uh, I am a life coach. I'm a business coach as well as a speaker and an author. Um, and I think what I do with my content and my space is really try to educate youth and young adults on creating consistent habits for sustainable success later in life. So it's not so much based on quantity, but really the quality and making sure that when you, by the time you get to the end of your life, you feel like you've lived it to the fullest that you could and you've done you know more good than you have focused on getting yourself out of problems and situations that could have been avoided if we just taken a little bit more time in the beginning. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's definitely understandable. Definitely understandable. I mean, a lot of times we get older and it starts to be like, coulda, shoulda, woulda, and you can't right. the coulda, shoulda, shoulda would So, what one? What made you get into coaching? Period. What What made you? I mean, because there are we hear life coaches for everything. So, what made you say, this is the path I want to take?
1: Yeah. That was, yeah that, sorry. There's life coaches like, you know, like everybody's grandma, the life coach. I heard when I first started. So <laughs> like everybody and running the grandma's now doing life coaching. But, uh, you know, I really got into it because I feel like mine, uh my style was different. It was a little bit different than the typical. Tell me your problems and let's work through them, because I truly understand the distinction between counseling and coaching. And because of my prior experience coaching youth and coaching young adults in different scenarios, whether it's in uh, ministry or, or whether it's in act, act like a sport activity or tutoring, you know, I've always been in this space where I've been using my voice and using my, my mind and my intelligence to create things that help people understand them better. And when I was able to realize that I actually had a life experience that could be shared and connected to with others um, in a way that was unique and really set myself apart through speaking That's really why I decided to say I wanted to be um, identified as a life coach and author and speaker. And that's what made me get into it. And that's what really made me excited about doing it.
0: Okay, so let's just clarify this because, you know, life coach seemed to bloom during the 2020 Panini panorama, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, Yeah. Uh, you know, it bloomed. But this is something that you've been doing for years.
1: Yes. Yeah, I've been doing it for years, just not in a, a I didn't even realize it was an actual job until my school when I was in college. I think um, they had life coaches that just recently, because it was in the beginning phase, and they were like, Yeah, we're starting this new thing called life coaching. I was like, What? I was like, This is amazing, you know, to have this service. And of course, it was happening as I was transitioning off campus. So I never used it, but they only had it for the freshmen anyway. So I was like, Oh, well, I don't need it anyway. <laughs> but it was. Oh, just so like, they just
0: like, like left you out, like seniors all to themselves, sink or swim, bye.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was was a sophomore. Was that a sophomore or junior? One of the two. I don't know. So long I feel like so long ago, but it was fun, you know, just knowing that that was a part of the school and, you know, they were taking that serious because it showed me that they realized the need and, you know, it intrigued me.
0: That is so cool. That is so cool. Okay. So why? Because, you know, one thing when we think of life coach, we think, and I know I'm not the only one, but I'm just going to say it. We think some person like in their 30s to 50s, having a midlife crisis, trying to figure (laughs) out what the heck is going on. Where did I go wrong? Why didn't I become a surgeon? Why did I become a surgeon? I really hate being a lawyer, you know, trying to figure life out again. So what made you say, okay, I'm not going to do this for just adults. I'm going to do this for the young people.
1: I think it's mainly my heart was always for the generation, you know, beneath me, whether it was in tutoring, whether it was in basketball, you know, sports, athletics, whatever it was, I always believed that the younger generation, because I grew up in a generation where I caught the tail end of the, you know, being able to go outside and watching movies and like no cell phones. And now they're exposed to stuff. So, I mean, I, I, if I was a young person today, I, I would be miserable because everything is pressuring you to be something besides who you, who you are. And so, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't know if they are being taught properly how to handle this because I saw a lot of people yeah new things sort of, out of that 2020 thing. They had all these nuggets, but I'm like, you're just monetizing them because you're running out of money. You don't actually care. So they're now you're teaching them even worse principles to follow, you know? And I'm like, and so I just, I decided instead of complaining about it to really step up and be, the voice and be you know the the kind of the light and the and, and or the needle in the haystack I should say you know really just stood out and where if you found it found out what I was doing because I didn't have no plans of starting a company I had no I was just like I'm just gonna write a book because I believe that this will be the greatest avenue to do it and then from the book it turned into you know me at getting clients and I was like oh crap people actually pay me for this and I was like am I really good I? and so I started wow you know, so
0: wait the, the book in. actually came first
1: yeah, yeah, the book was it. That was the only thing I planned on doing. And it, lo and behold, I'm here now. And, you know, speaking to thousands of people and, and interviewing with you. So it, it was it's pretty amazing just to, you know, all the opportunities I'm getting and possibly might even end up on a TV show next week. Um, so it will be pretty cool to see if that works out for me. But it's just like the opposite. Like I just started off with a book. And so now so many people are like, oh, this is amazing what you talk about. We really need this. We need a lot of it. So I really got good at it you know, and how to do it and really, and really telling that story and creating that space for our youth and young adults.
0: Okay. So in that case, what sparked the book? Because I thought that it was the coaching and then the book, but no, it's the book and then the coaching. So yeah, what made you decide, Hey, I want to write a book and get all my knowledge out there though.
1: Yeah, I think it was just because I had to grow up earlier, you know, so early when I was young, like I didn't have the typical childhood that most people would have. Like I had to grow up by the time I was about 11, you know, single mother, two children, father not in the picture, kind of the, unfortunately the, the stereotypical lifestyle for young men in America and really just young children nowadays is, you know, not having a parent or not having a father figure in their life. And so I decided to use the voice that I had and use the skills that I learned during that period to become what I am now, to be so young, to, you know, have my wife and have four kids and she's never worked since our kids have been born. You know, it's just like creating this success that's just driving wait, forward. like, wait, why, why are you not wait, failing,
0: right? We pulled <laughs> the press. So you took, and 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 ladies and gentlemen, I want you guys to pay attention to this. You took your, I had to grow up early, because I was raised by a single parent. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that for my family.
1: Exactly. Yep.
0: And your wife is a stay at home mom. Mm -hmm. And you guys have, did you say four children?
1: Indeed, four.
0: (laughs) So wait, 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 wait. Okay, let's let let's run this back for everybody in the back of the room. This man took what he had, turned it around and said, I want a different legacy. Yes. OK, I I'm I'm I'm, I'm calling Britney Spears initials on everybody <laughs> else that gives me excuses about this. I don't care whether it's a regular excuse and I can't excuse a covid excuse. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. You can change the legacy to something you want it to be. I don't want to hear, well, you know, I'm not getting married because there's 51% of divorce or because everybody ends up being a single mom or you're giving me excuses and I'm calling Britney Spears initials on you want to change and make your legacy great make your legacy great mr singleton right here is living proof so i have to say kudos to you honestly
1: thank
0: you. thank you thank you for honestly deciding to change your legacy because this is not something we hear we often hear you know i don't want to i couldn't i didn't have the means this yep. is what happened and and let's use the royal we a lot of times we sit in our misery Mm -hmm. we sit in our misery and and I have to thank you for not sitting in your misery
1: yeah, it's definitely been hard, and you know, it's and I think that's really what scares people away is when they fail once. I failed more times trying to learn how to be a father and a husband than I did a business leader, you know. But it didn't stop me from trying again, and and that's what really okay. What but let me tell
0: you something: life, life for being a mom, <laughs> dad, wife, husband does not come with a manual.
1: It so does not. <laughs> I wish. Let it me tell you something.
0: I wish when I had my son, people were like, "Hey, and here's the little boy manual." Because that would have made my life so much easier.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) So yes, it doesn't come with a manual, but it does take a village and you learn and take the nuggets on the way through.
1: That's right.
0: So, oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I I just had to stop because I was like, wait, he said what and what and what? Man, listen. (laughs) So you change your dynamic and you make this happen and you're still saying i have to pave the way i have to write this book yep and when did the book actually come into fruition when when were you published like what from start to finish when did how did this happen
1: yeah so it started um Probably my freshman or right before my freshman year of college, I knew I wanted to write a book just because to write about the experiences of, you know, because I got a full ride scholarship to college and my mom said she wasn't paying for anything. And so I said, I'm not either. And so I got a full ride scholarship to Maryville University, which was to me that's that's like you know a top school. And I think even now the reputation of the school is growing. Yeah. So it's more impressive when I tell people, you got a full ride to Maryville? Like, yeah, I got everything paid for. I don't pay for a dime. So it was amazing to use my brain, and I did it all using my brain too and intelligence. So I didn't have to oh, play Wait, wait, okay,
0: okay, okay. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Let's shut it down. I'm talking to a superhero here. Like shameful legacy. You got a full ride with no sports scholarship. Like, what the hell?
1: oh and i started the club basketball program at the university that's still there today. okay you know what?
0: I'm, I'm ending this. this now like i'm ending this now like what the <laughs> heck I, I i i'm i'm feeling like okay for the rest of us that had to struggle and try to figure out and take out loans and try to figure out what we were doing for the past few years um yeah <laughs> But oh, wow, that no, I'm seriously, seriously, all jokes aside. That is so awesome. That is really, really awesome. I mean, I'm, I have to again, say thank you. I have to again, say thank you because you could have said, well, my mom's not paying for it. I have to figure out what to do and I can't. And for me, what I'm seeing just from you is that you turned your I can't into, I have to, I have yeah. to find a way. I have to make this work. So I, again, have to say thank you. Thank you for finding a way because you went to school on, for those of you that know, and most of us know, college is not cheap. Ooh. So to go <laughs> for a full ride scholarship and say, hey, I'm going to make this happen. And at any point you could have given up in the middle of that college journey, but you didn't do that either.
1: Nope. It was hard. And I had my, that's when I had my son too. And, and, you know, my, that was probably the hardest part. I was like, man, you know, I wanted to quit and, and, but I had to get, you know, get a job and and work, but I was able to keep my scholarships. I had to keep my scholarships. I had to switch all of my schooling to online. So I had like three hours in class and then had, you know, a week's worth of homework and had to get it done while supporting my family. And, you know, it was, it was hard, but I knew that if I didn't keep going, it would it would be worse if I tried to stop and pick it up right. later. So I said, I can do it. I just said, I can do it. And I just kept going and kept going. And then eventually I graduated. I was like, oh, I'm done. So
0: I know, I know. It's like that moment of like, wait, I don't have to buy books next year.
1: Right. Oh,
0: shoot, yeah. What do I do now?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it's, it's, wow, that is so, that's so great. So when were you finished? Like when were you published though?
1: Yeah, I published actually last year. So it took me six years. Like I said, from the time I was a freshman, I just gathered content. I really wanted to write a book and try to put this into a story, but I felt like, and I tried to actually write one. There were like, there are probably six or seven variations. My wife will tell you the exact number because she had to listen to me read them all. But <laughs> it was like six or seven variations of this book until it ended up on what it is last year. You know, when I published it last year at the end of 2020, I finally went through the last, I feel, the last experience in my life that I needed to go through and experience, you know, during that whole self-isolation period where kind of everything was pulled away. And I realized, okay, if I'm going through this and I knew this was a problem before, and I'm here, it's now time for me to help other people get through this too, because it's not, you know, it's not easy. And I saw a lot of families falling apart, a lot of people leaving, a lot of, you know, children struggling, just youth struggling, young adults struggling. And I was helping a lot of people through it. And I was talking to it, just all free. I was just helping them get, there. I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are really going through it. I started a, a group for men and it was like, all right, let me help you guys figure out how to, you know, deal with your spouses. Cause you gotta look at them all day and talk to them. You know, can't leave the gym, you know, it's just like all these problems. Right, like, right, let let right. me, let me get it published. And so I finally did it, hashed it out and I made it 70, it's 72 pages. And I think what amazes people was because it took they're like six years. You only wrote a 72 page book. I'm like, yes. So if I wrote a 72 page book in six years and it won an award, you know, it's like, Okay, (laughs) maybe I need to read it. (laughs) I need to actually read it. Because everyone who reads it is like, I can't not put this book down. Like this is like a guide I use for life because the way I wrote it is strictly for the reader. It has nothing to use hear my story from it, but it's all geared towards the reader. And so it's causing them to think about things and slow down and change their trajectories just by simply reading the 72-page book that is not that you know, and I did that on purpose because I hate I hated reading books that were so big and I'm like get your your point has already been made move right, on like they, right. they don't need to they don't need to read your book their life is happening they need to know what do I need to do right now to get out of this hurdle help me figure that out I don't need you to do anything else I know I know how to do that right. help me get there and, that's
0: right. and you know the funny thing and and one of the one of the biggest takeaways that I took away from college was there was a professor I think I had in my second year sophomore year and she was a philosophy professor and she finally says she says learn this about textbooks and she says almost every textbook with the exception of math if you read the first two sentences and the last two sentences you pretty much have the gist of the entire (laughs) paragraph (laughs) yep and people don't realize that when you're reading a textbook You read the first two sentences and the last two sentences, unless it's like a three sentence paragraph then just read the whole paragraph. But, but I, and, and I think that's really what it is, is she realized she was dealing with people who didn't have time. You have multiple classes, you have all this stuff to do. You've got to get electives and extracurriculars and all this stuff that you have to do and some people are working, some people like you have families, so you don't, life is happening, you don't really have time to sit there and say, okay, I've got eight hours to read this one chapter. Exactly. So uh, yeah, I I get it, I get it, and I like that you did that, you know, no one says, hey, you know what, here's my manual, and it's only going to be under 80 pages. (laughs) Like I don't even think that things for electronics are that small <laughs>
1: anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's selling laptops in your hands now.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's I, I think I think that's the that that is so awesome. That is so awesome. And the fact that you thought that, okay, people want to know how to get going. Mm-hmm. Where do I go from here? You don't have time to fake sit down and say, okay, chapter one, chapter two, chapter. 1852 like you don't have the time for that so wow and okay how is this broken up how is your book broken up
1: yeah so it's broken up by i call them bricks so the title is brick by brick reshape your thinking um available pretty much everywhere you can just type it on google it'll be walmart target amazon (laughs) anywhere where you can buy books you'll see it Um, but it's broken up by bricks is what i call them and It just goes through the process of my leadership principles. And those are stop, acknowledge, assess, adjust, and maintain. And while I don't specifically call those out in the book, it touches each topic that a lot of people don't understand is creating problems for them. So it starts off, you know, goes, touches on the friends and family, talks about your actions, your character, um, your body, like how to take care of yourself, why why this is important. You know, it really ties in everything. And then also teaching you that, you know, the step-by-step process. That brick by brick is is a foundational aspect where I'm not trying to tell you how to build an empire. I'm teaching you how to build a foundation. Whatever you build on top of a strong foundation, even if it's bad, you can still start over without having to blow up the whole, you know, everything else underneath it. It's kind of how I envisioned it and how I pictured it in the book is, you know, some of us are just sitting so deep into these problems and issues in our minds and thoughts. And it's like, how do I get out? Like, well, you got to first get to the ground, get to the surface. Don't don't look at the vision. Don't I don't care what empire you think you're going to build. Get out of the stuff that you're in now. Just learn how to stop. Let, let, figure out what the problem is and stop. But just get to a solid foundation where you're comfortable in who you are, your skin and yourself, you as a person, your mental habits, your you know, the environments you need, the people you need in your life for the season you're in. Focus on the stuff that's right now in your reality. Push the vision off to the side until you understand that reality and really create that foundation. And then that's where the bricks come in and start to explain how in each of these areas, we can create these foundations for each of these aspects and not only create them, we're taught to just go through and constantly check them in in a sense and make sure that there are no gaps or cracks, so to speak, in our foundations that need repair before it turns into a problem that's blowing everything up in our life or making us make permanent decisions based on temporary emotions.
0: Ooh, okay i don't know if you caught that but i did <laughs> those you know decisions made on temporary emotions mm-hmm. Come on, people, because you know we all do it i just i just love this i, I love this and you you know you really just kind of liked it for two hot seconds yep so yeah he, I, I love him. He's my soulmate. <laughs> um, we're not, are not doing that. We're not doing that. It's 2022, ladies and gentlemen. We are not doing this anymore. I, I, I don't, I don't want to have to call Britney Spears' initials on everything. So let's, let's take the excuses out of it. Oh That's my it. gosh! So you tell everyone where they can find your website, where they can find your book. I know you said Walmart, Amazon, which is, you know, if you're shopping, you you (laughs) know where to go, but tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My website is Sean, the speaker.com. And I also have a podcast that's dedicated for youth and young adults called for the youth podcast.com that's available on Apple you know, podcast and Spotify. If you have any trouble finding it, just go to 40 youth I have all the links there. We have an assessment you can take where you get with me and my co-founder, who's also an international trainer. Um, so we, we take all of these principles and, and thoughts and activities and experiences and mentors that we have access to. And we sort of use them as springboards for you to help you understand what the problem area is. So you know where to prioritize. So you're, you're not guessing anymore, about what to do. You know exactly what you need to focus on and you push everything else to the side. I think that's what people have so much trouble doing. And that's what we specialize in is making sure that, you know, we were teaching you the mind, body, and movement is what our tagline is. Um, and it's helping you understand all how all this is all connected. So you can create that sustainable foundation for your life and really go on to do either really great things or just really fulfilling things. It doesn't have to be recognizable by other people's eyes, but for yourself you know that you are doing what you need to do to get there so sean the speaker.com for the podcast.com uh, you guys can get the book like i said amazon walmart target um and these pretty much just buy them online because i think the stock rate on the shelves are pretty competitive right now but it's, it is always available online so you guys can find us there
0: you heard it here so guys you know as always if you missed any of that you won't miss a thing because his information is in the show notes. But, Sean, it has been amazing having you. Thank you so much.
1: Hey, thank you for having me. It's been fun.
0: So, guys, I hope that you enjoyed all of those gems that Sean was dropping on us. And definitely check out his book, visit his website, all of his information is in the show notes so of course you won't miss anything as always guys be good to yourselves be good to each other and happy shopping hi this is michelle miller from mentors on the mic podcast and you're listening to coupon queen pin